Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. Gosh, I don't even know where to begin. So much has been changing in my life in the past few weeks. It's been an absolute chaotic whirlwind of change in the most unexpected and beautiful ways. And I'm not going to share all of the updates on this episode. I'm taking time right now to just be with all of the miracles that are taking place in my life right now before I I begin to share some of them with all of you because there is so much to share and there's so many lessons that I've learned and I can't wait to bring all of the lessons to the podcast to share with with all of you. And before I get into the topic of this episode, because I am going to speak about money again, I did want to just share one thing that just felt really important to share that I've just really been initiated into in this season of my life. And that is that when God closes a door that you were begging and praying for him to open for you, it is not because he is denying you the desires of your heart. It is because he knows your heart better than you ever could. And there is another door that he is preparing that is actually leading you into a reality which is a better fit for the fulfillment of your heart's deepest desires. God knows our hearts better than we do. And I've just been living this in my life just in such a dramatic way. I just... I'm leaving a season in my life where it felt like every single door was closing, just getting slammed in my face over and over and over. You know, one of those seasons in life where it just feels like nothing's showing up, nothing's manifesting, prayers aren't being answered, my life isn't really shifting, it just seems like things are going backward or everything is stagnating and then all of a sudden it all comes together. All of a sudden It all makes sense. In one moment, everything makes sense. And suddenly I am so grateful. Like literally I've been experiencing tears of gratitude for all of the disappointments and letdowns I've experienced. Because if I had gotten what I wanted in any one of those moments in the past year, it wouldn't have led me to the miracle that is taking place in my life right now. So just a reminder for you, if you're going through one of those hard times where the doors are slamming shut in your face, 
the opportunities aren't showing up or the things aren't shifting or the prayers aren't being answered, this is a reminder to keep the faith and to know that God is greater than all of the challenges in your current reality. And just because you can't see the plan or the solution doesn't mean that there isn't one. I truly believe that all of our prayers are answered as soon as we pray them. God is always answering our prayers, but he's not always answering them in the way we expect him or want him to answer them. Because I believe that he is only willing to fulfill our heart's deepest, deepest, truest desires. And if our ego's desires get mixed up with our heart's desires, we get confused about what we really want. And let me just tell you from my experience, I know I've said this before and I've always somewhat believed this, right? I used to always say in manifestation, it's this or something better. And I still believe that, but my definition of something better has shifted. I used to think of something better as something bigger and greater and more luxurious or, or with more money or, but my definition of better has shifted, right? Is this or something that is going to fulfill your heart in an even deeper way? Something that's going to bring you a sense of peace and contentment, unlike anything that you've ever known or even thought to pray or ask for. So yes, it is always this or something better but not always in the way that we're imagining or expecting better to be. But I can tell you that the best thing I ever did for myself was not to attempt to force open the doors that shut on me. In doing so, I created the spaciousness for what God actually had planned, which has literally in every single possible way blown my mind. And honestly, this feeds in a little bit to what I wanted to speak on today, right? Which is really shifting into this internal state of richness, this wealth embodiment, becoming this magnet for wealth. And when I say wealth, I mean wealth in all forms, but yes, money included. And the truth is that when you lack in nothing, you magnetize everything. And looking back at the past, you know, few months or weeks or even years of my life, all leading up to this point in my life where I'm stepping into this season of unexpected and beautiful miracles just dropping into my lap out of nowhere and just blowing me away, especially in the past six months, every time a door closed or a disappointment showed up, like I said, I wasn't fighting against it. My posture was more of, okay, God okay, I'll take this. I'm going to feel the feels. I'm going to grieve through it, but I'm going to trust you anyway. It was my continual response to the disappointments. It was, okay, I'm going to let this one go. If it doesn't come with ease and grace, I don't want it. It's not of you, God. And do you know why I was able to actually move into that posture, into that embodiment of, okay, God, it's okay. Take it from me. I still trust you. It's because I knew deep down that I am lacking in nothing. 
because God gave me everything I need and continues to give me everything I need and will continue to provide for me. Because I know how loved I am. And so perceived lack, yes, can be painful. Yes, can hurt. Yes, can bring up a lot of feels. Yes, there were tears and there were screams and there was a lot of processing of emotions. But there was also contentment and peace. And knowing that God still had my back. That he still had a plan. And knowing that whatever he removes, he will again restore in an even greater way. In your life. In my life. It's what I've continually experienced, even though it's difficult. So I was, I was in this kind of state of surrender every time a disappointment showed up or my life wasn't going the way that I wanted or expected. And let me just make a caveat here, which is to say I am human and this wasn't me the entire time. Okay. This is why I eventually got to after doing a lot of soul searching and internal work and a lot of conversations with God. In the beginning, it was me banging on the doors that were shutting. It was me screaming and crying and begging God to open them. It was me frustrated and confused and resisting the changes that were taking place in my life. That was how it started. How it ended was me in full surrender, trusting God. And I do believe that sometimes we have to go through that stage of screaming and crying and letting ourselves express all of it and putting it all on the table, bringing it to God because he can handle it. But when we repress all of that in the name of I need to surrender, that's not a true surrender. It's simply resistance to our feelings. It's a numbing. True surrender is non-resistance to every single moment, knowing that even the pain is expanding you. Creating space for the joy and the love. So yes, I had my human moments. But the breakthroughs began to happen. The miracles began to happen when I began to really, 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 really surrender through all of it. Like let go and let God over and over and over. When I chose to return to an internal state or posture of trust and faith and love regardless of what my external reality was showing me, I trusted that God had a plan. And it was when I began to truly believe in a deeply embodied way in the midst of what felt like, felt like a lot of external lack or external disappointments. When I began to truly, truly, truly believe that I was lacking in nothing because all of my prayers were already answered, even if I couldn't see it yet, breakthroughs begin to happen like overnight over and over and over one after another miracles things that I thought were unshiftable unchangeable solutions began to arise out of nowhere people began to show up with the answers out of nowhere I'll probably eventually do another podcast on the more specifics of everything I'm talking about but right now I just feel like keeping this part of my life just private and sacred for right now until I feel really ready to share everything. But kind of here's a summary of, I know I shared at the beginning one of my big takeaways from this season. As My second big takeaway would be when you know that you are lacking in nothing, 
you attract or magnetize everything. When you begin to have faith so strong that you're able to thank God for what you don't even see in your reality yet because you know how good he is and you know that he has your back and you know how loved you are, that's when life really begins to shift. Because that's what faith is. What is the definition of faith? It's belief in the unseen. Conviction for things not seen. Faith on the deepest level is being able to thank God for your greatest disappointments and letdowns before you can see in your reality how it plays out in your best interest because you know how good God is and you know how much he loves you. And this is why one of my the topics that's like I'm fired up the most about in my life right now and I'll probably do another podcast on this is helping to free people from the deception of mainstream religion. Because when you are unaware of how loved you are by God, you are literally shutting yourself down to miracles and blessings and abundance and love and all of the things that your heart is deeply desiring. There is a reason we all have this desire for more ease. We want everything to show up in our lives and manifest with ease. We want that effortlessness. That does not come when you are doing things by your own efforts. That does not come when you're taking everything into your own hands. That comes when you let go of all of it and you say, God, I trust you. I'm putting this in your hands. And when you know so deeply how loved you are that you don't even for one moment doubt that you are lacking in nothing. This is where true abundance comes from, like a real abundance embodiment, not just an abundance mindset of I'm going to repeat, I love money and money loves me all day and then money's going to flow my way right that sometimes works right those manifestation tactics they do work there's a reason they're popular but they don't bring actual abundance or wealth a lot of times people are manifesting money but then they can't hold it and it leaves or the money comes but it doesn't come with peace if you have money without peace and contentment you don't have wealth you don't have abundance you've just got more dollars And I get people all the time still in my inbox saying, Kristen, I just feel like I need to heal more to manifest more money. Or I just feel like I need to work through this limiting belief to manifest more money. And it hurts my heart to hear that because it's so much simpler. And the belief that you need to heal more or fix another limiting belief or that there's a resistance between you and money, that is the resistance between you and money. Your belief that there's something you need to fix or heal in order to receive more money is the resistance itself. It's like one big trap and it keeps us in this constant cycle of feeling not good enough, like we need to fix something. When it actually is so much simpler. You don't need to do any of that when you know how loved you are. Because Love will heal you. You don't need to do the healing work on your own. If there is something to be done, you will be guided there. 
once you're fully embodied in the truth and remembrance of how truly loved you are. And all of the quantum physics and universal laws of this world that we live in were designed and created by God on purpose to operate based on love. We don't need to try to manipulate all of our limiting beliefs and thoughts and traumas and everything to quantum physics money into our reality. It's so much simpler once again. The entire universe and our human design was created to operate off of love. When we are operating outside of love, lack is produced, scarcity is produced, etc. When we are operating inside of love, which is how we were designed to operate, abundance is produced in all of its forms. So, What a lot of mainstream manifestation did was give you this surface level solution of let's do the limiting beliefs, let's do the affirmations, let's work on the thought patterns. I'm not saying that stuff isn't important. It is very helpful and very important. But if you're not getting to the root, deep, deep, deep down of what is producing these limiting beliefs, these thought patterns, etc., you're not actually shifting your system you're creating short, you're just putting band-aids on the wound. That's all it is. And it's like, let's stop putting band-aid on the surface level wounds. And let's get to the root and shift the entire system back into love. And then when we feel like we're operating in lack, we don't need to say, what's the limiting belief that needs to be healed here? We say, When did I stop remembering how loved I was? What was the moment? And this also goes for, you know, how do I get rid of lack and scarcity mindset? And it's like, we can do that. We can do the mindset shifts and they do work for a period of time. But once again, it doesn't shift the entire system. And when I say system, I mean system within your body. We're not getting to the root. And you know, there's a reason why the last few years mainstream money manifestation has been obsessed with money and healing around money and fixing limiting beliefs around money. And where did it get us? Nowhere for most of us. It didn't get most people where they wanted to be because it was never just about money and making it just about money is doing a massive disservice to ourselves and our lives We can fight lack, but it will eventually create more lack. What we resist persists. Lack actually cannot exist within the presence of love. Lack is obliterated by the presence of love. So we don't need to fight lack. We need to move closer to love. And what is the source of love? God. We were created from and through and because of love. So disconnect from abundance and wealth and richness and our true nature is truly disconnect from God. Disconnect from the source of love, perfect, unconditional love. And if there are those of you listening that are getting triggered by me saying God is loved and God loves you and you're so loved, I totally get it. If you have religious trauma, religious experience, 
I get why that's triggering. It was triggering for me for a really long time. But also, we're not, we're not giving our power away to religious systems anymore. Religion does not get to have a monopoly over God or over God's love. And it's so triggering for a lot of us to hear God loves you because ugh, even when I say that, it still brings up like icky memories of people telling me that Jesus loves me and God loves me and so that I should not have sex or whatever. There's so much heaviness that comes with that because it reminds us of religious institutions that actually did more harm than good. And I get that. But we cannot continue to give our power away to a system that hurt us. It's letting that system win. When we say, okay, I want nothing to do with you. You win. You take God and you take all that love stuff. No, we get to take our power back and say, I am choosing to know God and to know his love outside of all religious systems, all political systems, all spiritual systems. This is a a topic for another episode. But just a little caveat there for anyone who is feeling triggered by that. Remember that you get to take your power back. Religion does not get to have a monopoly over God's love and what that looks like and what that means. God exists outside of religion. And it is our inability to believe and understand how loved we truly are for many reasons, some of them religious, some of them ancestral or based on society or our childhoods or our projections of our parents on the face of God. There's so many reasons. But our inability to believe and understand in an embodied way how unconditionally and perfectly loved we are is pulling us out of our power, is pulling us out of our receptivity, is shutting down our magnetism, is pulling us out of this perfect system that was created within the universal laws and quantum physics and everything we learned about in manifestation. Disconnect from our true identity of being perfectly loved by God pulls us out of a system that was supposed to be based upon abundance. We were created and designed to be magnets for wealth in all of its forms, not just talking about money here. We were created and designed to be lacking in nothing. But we also have free will. So if we choose not to trust God, if we choose not to know his truth, to know his love, then we don't have to. But when we choose to walk away from that, we are disconnecting ourselves from a perfectly designed system that is meant to propel us into the lives that bring us the most fulfillment, that bring us the most joy, that bring us the most love. So no, we cannot make money just about money. We cannot make wanting to manifest more money just about manifesting more money because it is never just about money. But it's a whole lot easier to talk about limiting beliefs in regards to money than it is to talk about how loved we are. Because a lot of us have a lot of resistance to being or feeling perfectly lovable and perfectly loved. It's a lot more difficult to allow yourself 
to receive love than it is to move through negative beliefs that we have around money. And I want to move back for a moment to the topic of lack or scarcity, right? Because, you know, this idea that we need to move through scarcity, move through lack or turn lack into abundance or shift from a state of lack or scarcity into a state of abundance. And it leads a lot of us to fighting or resisting feelings of lack. And that just creates more of it. And I said this before that lack cannot exist in the presence of love. We don't need to fight lack. We just need to move closer to love. We need to move closer to God who is love by nature, right? God, lack does not exist within God. God is love. And just to kind of put this into perspective for you, I want you to think of moments in your life where you felt the most love, whether it was when you were belly laughing with friends or watching a sunset that just had you awestruck or, you know, maybe embracing someone that you dearly love that you hadn't seen in a long time. It could be anything. It could be a moment playing with your dog where your dog is just running to greet you when you come home and you feel so loved. Just think of a moment when you felt really loved, right? And like put yourself in that moment, receiving that hug or in the middle of that belly laugh or seeing your dog running up to you. In that moment, did you feel any lack or scarcity or fear? I'm willing to bet no. Because it is impossible to be in a state of perfect love and to also experience lack. Lack cannot exist in the presence of love. In the moments we feel the most love or the most loved, we don't even... Think for a moment, I need to fight against this scarcity or get rid of it. It's just not present because the space was filled up with love. And I also believe this is why God designed the universe the way it's designed. It's the way, why quantum physics works the way quantum physics works. And it's why manifestation does work to some extent. But even when it, we feel like it's working, what we actually manifest will eventually reflect back to us. The place that we truly attracted it from. And if that's not coming from a place of, I am so loved, it's going to reflect more lack in our lives. The universe was created to operate and function perfectly when we are in union, living in union with God. When we know how loved we are by God. And then suddenly having this perfect vibration all the time, it doesn't matter. Because we're co-creating with God. He's got it. He's got us. We've surrendered it to him. We know how loved we are by him and we're able to let go. Right? We plant the seed and we can let it go and let him hold it. We don't need to maintain any kind of perfect vibration or high vibe all the time. Because love is enough. And when we invite God's love into the co-creational space, instead of attempting to manifest on our own, that love transforms the process. So yes, the universal operating systems were designed to operate perfectly when fueled by perfect love. But we are human beings. We have flaws. We are actually not capable of perfect love. But God is. And so we can manipulate all we want and say affirmations all day long and try to heal things, but we're never going 
to be able to cheat the system because the system was created to operate off of perfect love and that cannot happen without God. And I kind of want to put into perspective for a minute the way that I perceive what I'm trying to explain here and, and God's love for us. I want you to imagine that you have a child or maybe you do. I know a lot of you who listen do have children or are mothers or I know there's actually some men who listen also. So maybe some of you are fathers. I want you to imagine your child or that you have a child if you don't have one and the love that you have for that child and the lengths that you would go to to make sure your child feels loved and is safe and provided for and protected. And now I want you to imagine that your kid is all grown up. They're living outside the home. Maybe they're like, you know, 19, 20 years old and they have been brainwashed by a cult that taught them to believe that their parents don't actually love them, that their parents are not all loving and don't want to provide for them and that they're actually on their own, right? And so your child actually believes this and therefore disconnects completely from you, okay? They they block your number and they move and they don't give you an address and they cut off all communication and they continue to live their life as if you don't exist. It doesn't stop you from loving them or caring for them or wanting to provide for them. You could literally be ready to write them a check to support them, to make sure they're provided for and safe. You could be wanting to go and hug them and hold them and just show them how loved they are. But if they have cut you off and refuse to believe that your love exists, there is nothing you can do. It doesn't stop them from being loved, but it stops them from receiving your love and your provision. This is kind of like what we've done to God. We've been brainwashed by, you know, the cult is our society, mainstream religion, Hollywood, so much more. We've been brainwashed to cringe at the word God or to believe he's not there or doesn't love us. And so we're the child who's blocked God off, who refuses to believe that we are loved. And it doesn't mean that we aren't loved or that God's not there or that he's not trying to get to us because I promise you he's pursuing you like crazy. Like you imagine that that child of yours did that to you, you would never stop pursuing them. You would never stop trying to find them. You would never stop trying to help them and you would never stop loving them. I believe it's the same with God. He never stops pursuing us. He never stops loving us. He never stops trying to bring us back to him. He never stops trying to provide for us, but we still have free will. We have the free will to cut him off. And I believe that the more we turn away from him, the the more he pursues us. And I want you to imagine, you know, we're just using the same scenario that that child of yours one day wakes up and realizes they were wrong, that they'd been brainwashed, that you actually did love them and were trying to provide for them and help them the entire time. And you would literally have done anything to make their life full of love and peace and happiness. And they come knocking on your door. I'm willing to bet that you would accept them back with open arms. 
and you would be nothing but overwhelmed with joy and gratitude and love that they are back in your arms, in your home. That is how I believe God feels when we return to him. And this is what I mean when I say that the world is created to operate off of perfect love and that we can do it on our own, but why would we? And it's not effortless without God. Just think about that child. Yeah, he can go out into the world and survive on his own. But without that love that you could give him and support and guidance and provision, it's going to be a lot harder on him. It's going to take a lot more effort. He might one day, if he never woke up from his conditioning and just continued to live his life separate from you, that child might one day have all the success in the world, be the richest person in the world, but he's still going to feel a void. He's going to feel lacking, like something's not there because he cut off that love. And all that time he tried to fill the void with so many other things. Using all of his determination and, and efforts and talents and skills and time to create as much success as possible, to create the best life possible, but it still in the end was never enough because the love wasn't there. Right? We all know that for the people we love most in the world, we would give up everything in an instant for that person. Nothing matters without love. Nothing And when we are completely filled up in love, we realize that we need a lot less. And we realize that we need a lot less. We want for less. We are pulled out of lack. Love pulls us out of lack. When we're pulled out of lack, when we want for less, when we realize that we're lacking in nothing, when we're filled up with love, we attract everything. We're designed to operate off of love. That is what internal richness is. So yes, you can do it your own way. You can use all the mindset hacks in the world and work really hard and learn everything and get everything you want by your own will, by your own efforts. But there's an easier way. There's a simpler way. But getting there means letting go of our egos a little bit. And that can be hard to do. That can be challenging. That can be triggering. That's that child who fell for the cult that convinced him that he needed to walk away from his parents since his parents didn't love him. And that's that child owning up and saying, hey, I was deceived. I believed it. I walked away. I was wrong. Will you take me back? Human beings have a pretty hard time saying sorry, owning up to our mistakes, Not all of us, I know, but I have a hard time with this. Many of us do because it's a blow to our ego. It's uncomfortable to accept fault. And it keeps a lot of us from God, from the blessings he's trying to bless us with, from the life he has planned for us, from the provision he wants to provide us with. Our pride is keeps us from living the rich life that we were designed to live. So are you willing to humble yourself? Are you willing to put your ego aside and say, maybe I was deceived. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe it is possible 
that I'm loved. So completely, unconditionally loved, cherished, and adored in every way. Not because of what I've done or what I will do. Not because of my talents or my efforts or how much success I have or haven't. Not because of how much self-development I've done or healing. Not because of how mature I am or how beautiful I am or handsome I am. But simply because I am a cherished child of God. In the same way that parents unconditionally love their children regardless of what they do. Because it is innate within us. Children are created by and born of love. It is a literal act of love in which a child is conceived. And there is nothing that that child could do that could taint the love of his mother or his father. And I'm not talking here about the expression of love or validation or we have so much human trauma that gets in the way of love being expressed. But deep down on a soul level, there is nothing we can do to taint the unconditional love of those who gave us life. I truly believe that. And many of you who are who are mothers or parents have probably experienced that. No matter how annoying your child is being, you would still do anything for them. You love them unconditionally. That is how God loves us, but even more perfectly and unconditionally. Everything is so much simpler. There's not a whole lot you need to do. Your number one job is restoring the remembrance of who you really are. Loved. Unconditionally loved and adored and cared for. If you knew that God felt that way toward you, that there was a conscious God out there who actually felt that way toward you, how would that change the way you live your life? I heard someone say once that if we knew how loved we were, as soon as we said a prayer, sent a request up to God, we would immediately celebrate. We would dance with joy, knowing that that prayer is already fulfilled because of how good God is and how much he loves us. And it just resonates so deeply. It's like it's already built in. It, like this is a practice I used to teach in manifestation is celebrate your manifestations as if they're already here because they are. And the reality is there is truth to that. But it gets to actually be an innate process, not a forced one. Not one where I need to pretend and act like I'm celebrating as if it's already here. One where that celebration comes naturally because I innately already know how loved I am and how cared for I am and how provided for I am. And I know that my prayers are answered before I even speak them out loud. It no longer becomes a practice I need to check off of my manifestation list. It becomes an innate innate and organic part of me living my life within this identity and remembrance of how loved I am. Like mainstream spirituality got a lot of things right. 
It's like 95% truth. That's why it works so well until it doesn't because that 5% matters. These truths were never meant to be taken outside of union with God. They were meant to be innate organic parts of our design. Yes, manifestation is real, but it's meant to happen without us even having to think about it or manifest those things. It's already built into the system. We just need to plug ourselves back into the system that God created as he created and designed it. Which means plugging ourselves back into love. It gets to be simpler. And I know I said this episode was going to be about money. I hardly mentioned money, but I hope I got my point across that there is no resistance between you and money. Money is a neutral energy. Yeah, it's an energy, but it's neutral. It's not conscious. It doesn't hate you. There's no resistance between you and money. There's resistance between you and love. Resistance between you and God. That's it. And yeah, you can walk the path of fighting all of the resistance and attracting as much money as you can by your own efforts. Or you can make it a lot simpler. You can move the route of the effortlessness and the ease and the peace that we're all seeking. There's a reason we're seeking that. Our deepest innate desires show us what we were created for. That path, like I said before, and we'll probably continue to say, is a path that walked hand in hand with God. Things are either going to happen in our lives by, by our own efforts or by His. For me, I'd rather it be His. And I think I'll, I'll stop this there. I've probably already given a lot of food for thought. And if this episode triggered you in any way, the trigger is this space and opportunity for expansion. Are you able and willing to meet your edge? When we meet our edge and are willing to expand past it, even just 1% more, that's when things begin to really shift. So with all of that said, uh, I do have Rich, which is my six-week academy to step into a new paradigm of wealth and internal richness to step into that embodiment of one who is so filled up with love that they know they are lacking in absolutely nothing and therefore magnetize everything that's what we're stepping into the effortlessness and the ease and the love yes with money but not just money with all forms of wealth to live the rich life that I believe that we were designed and created to experience and live. So we start in just a few days when once this episode airs, we'll be starting in a few days. So you've got a few more days to register if you feel called. The link is in the show notes for that. And I will also be taking on or opening space for two one-on-one clients. I think those spaces are going to be opened around mid September. So if you're interested in one-on-one work with me in somatic work and deep dives into your body to really return to your feminine core and begin to work through and release the fear stories and unleash your magnetism and your radiance and really step into that 
that path of co-creation and union with God where the way you live your life magnetizes the things that are meant for you. That's the work we do in my one-on-one containers, which are really, really deep work. These one-on-one containers with me are for people who are ready to go all the way in, who are fully committed to themselves and this process and who are ready to let God blow them away, who are ready to let go of all of the self-efforting and the hustling and the trying harder and move into complete co-creation and union with God. And if you are meant to work with me, you're probably going to know, you're going to feel it. God's going to call you to it because I always trust and know that he brings me the the right woman at the right times. And he always has. So if you feel called to that, the link to apply is in the show notes or in my bio on Instagram at pursuit of bliss with an underscore, or you can email me or DM me on Instagram. If you have questions or want to talk personally, uh, I usually only take on usually no more than three clients at a time because I give everything to my one-on-one clients. They're my priority. I give them, you just, you get all of me. And a lot of my one-on-one clients become really dearly loved sisters and friends. So Anyway, I digress. Before I go on a tangent about this, I'm going to end it there. If you feel called to one-on-one, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel a tug or a pull. Trust that. Uh, Send in an application and I'll personally reach out to you so we can chat in more detail, see if it's the right fit for both of us. And if you are interested in Rich, this is kind of like your last chance to apply. And I know I always have people asking, I had someone message me yesterday, every course I put out, people ask me this, they want to know, are you going to be running this again? It's really hard to say. I can't answer that because I really trust my intuition and I follow my intuition and, and what, wherever God calls me. And I don't know where I'm going to be called in the next season of life. Everyone asked me that when I put out magnetic and I gave the same answer. I don't know. And I'm not running Magnetic again right now because it was such a deep and transformational course. It was so much space to hold and I loved it. It was one of my favorite courses I've ever taught and it's like the deepest course I've ever taught. And it took so much energy to hold all of that space. I need to replenish before I can hold it again. And in the meantime, God pulled me in a different direction. He put Rich on my heart, which I'm so excited about. And the energy of rich is a lot different than magnetic, right? Magnetic was like the deep, heavy work, the excavating, the soul work, the making space. And rich is more of this, like, we're moving into love. We're moving into joy. We're moving closer to God. Yeah, we're still becoming magnetic, but we're creating this rich, thriving internal space that can't help but just overflow into every area of our life. And I'm actually have a smile on my face when I say this because the energy of rich is just infectious. It's completely different. So for those of you who are asking or want to ask, I don't know if I'll run it again. That's really up to God, not me. If you feel called to it, trust the call. Okay. All the info you need is in the show notes. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are in the world and talk to y'all next week.